Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HDFC Securities talking to you on 3rd of July 2021 at about 3.45 p.m. with another edition of TGIF, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the events of the past week and trying to forecast the direction in the coming week. Indian benchmark indices ended with modest losses during the week after scaling record highs. Concerns over rapid spread of newly contagious COVID-19 Delta variant has dented sentiments in the Asia-Pacific with several countries in the region battling outbreaks. Additionally, firm crude oil prices above $1.75 mark also worried investors. The Nifty fell 0.87% and the census declined 0.83% over the week. Indices ended in the red in uh, on four out of five trading sessions this week. Broader markets outperformed the benchmark indices with BSE mid-cap declining by 0.2% and BSE small-cap index advancing by 2.3%. Market breadth remains in favor of bulls with six shares advancing against five declining shares. Average cash turnover on the NSC dipped further by close to 8% from the previous week as sideways movement in large caps led to lower participation. Among the sectoral indices, pharma and FMCG were the only ones to end in the green, gaining 3.6% and 0.9% respectively. Power lost the most by 4.3%, followed by oil and gas down 2.5% and bank, finance, media and metals losing between 1.4 to 1.8%. Among Nifty 100 stocks, Indrapastha Gas gained 10%, Apollo Hospital was up 8.6%, InfoEdge was higher by 8.3%, DV's Lab advanced 6.4% and Dr. Reddy's ended 5% in the green. On the downside, Adani Group shares continued to fall with Adani Transmission shedding 19.8%, Adani Green falling 13%, Adani Enterprises ending 6.4% in the red. Sri Cement and Bajaj Finsur fell close to 6% each. As per provisional figures, FIs were net sellers of Rs 5,417 crores in the cash segment in the week gone by, and DIIs were net buyers of 6,418 crores. US equities finished higher heading into the long week, holiday weekend, posting gains for the second straight time on a weekly basis. IT stocks led the way amid a decline in treasury yields despite a stronger-than-expected June non-farm payroll report that appeared to keep the U.S. Fed taper timing concerns at bay. Technology and healthcare stocks led the gains within the S&P 500 and consumer discretionary stocks were also strong. Small and mid-caps underperformed after strong gains in the previous weeks. Dow Jones ended the week 1% higher and Nasdaq advanced 1.9%. U.S. markets will remain closed on Monday in observance of Independence Day holiday. Crude oil prices notched a sixth weekly win on Friday despite a sluggish end to the week as OPEC Plus struggled to reach consensus on plans to ease production curbs. Negotiations will resume on Monday after Friday's meeting ended without a deal. U.S. crude oil prices increased by 1.4% over the week to $1.74 a barrel. Gold futures on Friday closed higher for a third stage session which helped contracts for the precious metal to register a modest weekly advance amid a retreat in benchmark treasury yields and steadying US dollar. Gold futures gained 0.3% for the week at $1787.6 an ounce. Indian 10-year GSEC yield increased 4 basis points over the week to 6.07%. Other economic data include in India, fiscal deficit stood at 8.2% of the FI22 target at 1.23 lakh crore in April and May. Last year, the fiscal deficit for the two months was 58.6% of the full-year budget estimate. Output of eight core sectors grew 16.8% in May, mainly due to low base effect. During April-May, this fiscal, the eight sectors grew by 35.8% compared to a negative growth of 29.4% in the same period last year. India's manufacturing sector activities contracted for the first time in 11 months in June. 
the uh, manufacturing PMI index stood at 48.1 in June, down from 10-month low of 50.8 in May. The finance minister on June 28 announced some new relief measures amid economic distress caused by the second wave of COVID-19 in the country. A rupees 1.1 lakh crore loan guarantee scheme was announced for COVID-affected sectors, of which 50,000 crores has been set aside for the health sector. India's current account balance, is re balance recorded a deficit of $8.1 billion, which is 1% of the GDP, in the quarter ended March 2021 on the back of higher trade deficit and lower net invisible receipts. SNP Global cut its growth forecast for some of Asia's top economies, including India, Philippines, and Malaysia, on Monday, offsetting the upgrades to China and South Africa and much of Latin America. The revision saw India's growth projection chopped to 9.5% from 11% due to the COVID-19 outbreak. The central government has left unchanged interest rates on small savings schemes for the second quarter in the ongoing financial year. India's Supreme Court ruled that PM Modi's government is bound to, by law to compensate the families of those who died in one of the world's worst coronavirus outbreaks. The National Disaster Management Authority now has six weeks to frame guidelines for payouts to the next of kin. The compensation also risks pressurizing already worsening public finances as rising inflation infections force states to lockdown and dented demand. In the U.S., house prices rose 15.7% from April 20 to April 21. U.S. consumer confidence jumped to its highest level in nearly one and a half years in June. The conference board's consumer, index, consumer confidence index raised to a reading of 127.3 in June, the highest level since February 2020 from 120 in May. U.S. budget deficit will hit $3 trillion for the fiscal 2021, according to an estimate from the non-partisan Congressional Budget Office. The gap would be 13.4% of GDP, the second largest since 1945, reflecting the fiscal stimulus provided by the Congress to support the economy's recovery from the pandemic. Trade deficit in the U.S. widened to $71.2 billion in May 2021, the second largest on record from an upwardly revised $69.1 billion in April. New orders for U.S.-made goods rebounded sharply in May. Commerce Department said the factory order surged 1.7% in May after slipping 0.1% in April. Britain's gross domestic products shrank by 6.1% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2021, a fifth consecutive period of contraction. European Central Bank policymakers on Monday began a public discussion about when and how to wind down the massive emergency bond purchase program launched last year to support the Eurozone economy through the pandemic. Economic sentiment index indexes of the European Union and Eurozone both rose significantly in June versus May and were close to the highs of 21 years ago. The consumer price inflation rate in Euro area was confirmed at 2% year-on-year in May 2021, the highest since October 2018, due to low base year and reflecting a sharp rebound in demand. Producer prices in Euro area jumped 9.6% from a year earlier in May 2021, a near-record rate of increase. Germany's consumer price inflation rate increased to 2.5% year-on-year in May 2021, the highest since September 2011. Industrial production in Japan declined by 5.9% month-on-month in May 2021 after a final 2.9% gain a month earlier. Japanese big manufacturers' business confidence improved in the second quarter to hit a two-and-a-half-year high. 
an official gauge of china's factory activity dropped slightly in june china's official manufacturing pmi index fell to 50.9 in in june from 51 in may china's non non manufacturing pmi which includes services and construction activity fell sharply to 53.5 in june from 55.2 in may events in the coming week include on 5th of july india japan china eurozone germany uk services pmi number on 6th of july eurozone retail sales economic sentiment and us services pmi on 7th of july china's forex reserves and release of minutes of june fomc meeting which could shed light on the depth of division among the 18 policy makers as they approach a critical turning point for monetary policy in the us in terms of inflation interest rates tapering of easy monetary policy and employment on 9th of july china's cpi and bpi number important results in the coming week for q1 fy22 on 8th of july we have tcs among the large caps opening the account nifty gained after a four day fall on friday on daily charts it has formed a bullish hanging man after a fall for the week the nifty ended 0.87% lower after forming a new high early in the week advanced decline ratio has improved and volume surge in the market is awaited for the uptrend to sustain and gain momentum in the near term 15635 would be a support for nifty while 15772 could be a resistance over the next week the band for nifty could be 15839 to 15505 That's all for this audio podcast. Thank you and have a great trading and investment week ahead.